today we talk about Nintendo NX, and we get to sit down and talk to Casey Koval, who teaches me that I know nothing about anime. What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Yeah! <laughs> and Shelly Walter. Giraffes! And I didn't mention this is episode 16. I'm terrible at doing that. We're trying to get in the habit of letting you guys know when the po- which podcast you're actually listening to. But before we get into this podcast, our sound guy, Patrick Ryan, I don't know why I had to think of his last name, has a very special announcement. Hey, uh, before I do that, though, what, Shelly, what did you say? Giraffes. Was it giraffes? Okay. It's, it was giraffes. I thought you said... It was just in a very hoarse voice. <laughs> I thought you said drafts, like D-R-A-F-T, and I was like, what does that even mean? Okay. Um, you got your rough draft? Yes. That was a rough draft. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got the pledge drive coming up in February. It starts February 18th. Uh, we've got to have... A lot of really cool announcements about that coming up soon that I can't get into. But what I can tell you is that if you go, actually, Cody, tell them where they can donate because I can't remember. <laughs> you can donate at youcaring, Y-O-U-C-A-R-I-N-G dot com slash 2016 Geeks Under Grace. Yes, that. If you go there and donate, we'll be taking donations throughout the pledge drive, but you can already donate now. And if we, before the pledge drive is over, if we get to $1,000, I've got a friend who owns a salon or something like that, and she is going to professionally dye my hair the Geeks Under Grace colors. So, like, half of it will be purple, and half of it will be yellow. I don't know if we're just going to split my head down the middle or what she's thinking, but uh, she's got some ideas. And (laughs) if we get to $2,000, I'm going to throw in the facial hair as well. That you don't have yet. You got... Well, I got got a little bit, but I'm just... I'm not going to shave for a while. And she told... My friend told me not to cut my hair anymore until then, which I probably wasn't going to do anyway. (laughs) And I know she's going to use the good stuff... So it won't wash out, and for as long as my wife can put up with it, my hair and my face will look like that. But only if we so thousand dollars for my head, two thousand dollars for the facial hair, and that's all three, I have doing. Wait, wait. So does the facial hair include the eyebrows? Ooh. Oh, I Ooh. I hadn't even thought of that. One purple <laughs> I, and one gold. I wasn't thinking that it would. Maybe, maybe if we get to three thousand. And I'll if you can, I don't know if you dye eyebrows. Or I have will no you idea. wax them off like we did last year? <laughs> no, that was uh, Sam. That? Sam. That was Sam. <laughs> that was hilarious. Though. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll look into that. I don't know if you can dye eyebrows because of it being around my eyes, but I'll yeah. ask her. And if if she can, uh, yeah, sure, three thousand dollars. I'll do my eyebrows, and all of my face will be <laughs> geeks under grace colors. Four thousand. We're gonna dye his arm hair. <laughs> Four thousand. We're just gonna dump them in a, a dunk tank of dye. There you go. Half of me will be purple and half will be yellow. So I think main point is you need to check out this fundraiser, the Twitch Pledge Drive, because there are going to be antics, whether we like it or not. Indeed. So I tried to explain it to a guy at work today who who watches live streams. I was like, dude, I'm doing we're. we're we're doing a 72-hour live stream February 18th to raise money. And he, he looked at me and he said, are, are you going to sleep? I was like, oh, no, no, no. we got a team of people that are going to do it. <laughs> nice. Oh, speaking of you know streaming for a long time, I'm going to have an announcement about something I'm doing, but not right now. So you guys just – no, I, I'm teasing. This is the – how is it the announcement of the announcement? That's what go. just happened right here. You heard it right here, folks. That's right. You get teaser trailers for the trailer that'll be released for the movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I'm gonna go. Thanks for letting me do that. Yeah. Have fun. He said teaser of a teaser of a trailer. That reminded me, the newest Suicide Squad trailer came out this week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That one looks really good. Have you seen it? Oh yeah. Oh man. 
That looks so good. They're bad guys. It's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> I was not interested in the movie at all before. But really? Uh, I mean, I'm not one to go to DC movies anyway. The only DC movies that I've seen I've not really liked. So, well, But that one looks good. I don't good. watch this whole universe. Like, You're going to be so out of the loop if you don't watch these. Because they're making so many of them. Have you guys seen Batman Assault on Arkham? I have not. No. Okay, that is not a Batman movie. It is a Suicide Squad movie. Really? Um, it's animated. Okay. Batman looks really weird in it. I don't know what they were doing, but he's got like pupils in his eyes, and it's strange. But it's a Suicide Squad movie. Uh, I'm assuming before they decided they were going to make this one. I don't know. What's it called it's, again? Uh, Assault on Arkham. Batman Assault on Arkham. So Batman's in title, but it's not a Batman movie. Okay. Not really. Like He's in the end of it. He's in the very beginning. Uh, but it's really just about Suicide Squad breaking into Arkham. And it's so good. If you've ever wanted, I mean, it's, I don't even know how to, how to put it. Like, they have a shark guy, I can't remember his name. Someone's going to be really mad at me. Uh, Deadshot's in it. Harley Quinn's in it. The Black Spider, which is DC's Spider-Man. Huh. It's going to be great. Um, I'm just, I'm loving the animated movies lately. This is an older one. I watched it twice now. I just watched it again the other day because of the Suicide Squad trailer. Hmm. Uh, Cool. And then they're also making uh, Justice League. I don't know if you guys have seen Justice League War or the Atlantis one. Those are really good animated movies, too. I'm telling you, you guys got to watch the animated DC movies because they are like Marvel's got. Yeah. Marvel has their live Live action action stuff. DC is killing it in the animated movies. But it's Justice League versus the Teen Titans. What? And it is this Justice oh. League War style animation, but it is Teen Titans. The original Teen Titans are all there, plus a few more. Uh, there's no Robin trailer. and Raven and Cyborg. And- yeah, Beast Boy. I guess when I say original, I don't really mean original. I mean what we grew up with, the Teen Titans sure. animated yeah. series. From, yeah. Before they made Teen Starfire, Titans. Starfire. Star whatever. Starfire. Starfire. Oh, I, I can't believe you guys haven't seen Just Justice League Teen War. Titans. It's so good. Green Lantern's sitting there, and he's, like, up with Batman. And he goes, so, can you fly? And Batman goes, yeah, in a jet. And he's like, <laughs> you can't seriously be uh, a crazy man in a suit, can you? Batman just kind of walks away. It's it's such a good movie. That's Justice League War. Okay. Justice League War. I'll have to look into that. Oh, I, and there's so many more jokes. I don't even hit the iceberg. I could quote that movie all day. Is it on Netflix? I don't know. I don't think so. But find it, watch it. There's a sequel to it that I didn't like nearly as much. Um, but the Just League War was good. The second one's pretty good. And then I'm sure this Teen Titans is going to be awesome. The Beast Boy, if you guys have watched Young Justice, am I totally? Nope. I'm s- okay. I'm not right. a DC I am person. a DC fan. There are people <laughs> so bad at you guys right now. Young Justice, it's the art style. The Teen Titans look kind of like. Yeah, you know. I mean, I've seen parts of it. I haven't watched oh. it, though. That's anyway. That was a bad tangent, but um, yes, I did see the Suicide Squad trailer. I'm very excited. Cool. Are <laughs> 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 you <Long story> short? <laughs> what else are you guys kicking out about this week? All right. Um, well, let's see. I've been playing a lot more Smash recently, Super Smash Bros., which has been fun. <laughs> I've been playing with more people. I haven't played. The newest game as much, but I've been playing Melee. I've been playing Brawl a lot. Are you going to the tournaments and stuff? That's the tournament scene game, isn't it? (laughs) I haven't gone in any tournaments. I don't know if I'm quite good enough for that. But um, MLG, Edge guarding with Edge guarding with Pikachu. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I don't know all of the special MLG tricks. I just (laughs) take people's butt. Major Um, League Gaming, for those who don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But besides that, uh, I had a really great time playing D&D. We had two sessions this week instead of one because I was gone over the weekend. They decided to push it back so I could not miss it. So the first session, I ended up losing a level, which I was super upset about because you have to work hard to get levels. So I was level five. I had to go back to level four. But um, how do you lose experience? Because the thing that was happening is that um, our DM 
So there was supposed to be this guy who is a trickster and he has these magical cards kind of thing. And my DM pulled out cards like anyone want to play my game? Some things are good. Some things are bad. I ended up pulling the Joker card. The only card that makes you lose a level. And I lost a level. So I was a little upset, but I got my level back last night um, for the other session. And I was I did the most roguish thing ever. My, My character's a rogue. Pirate rogue, actually, but not we were a dragon. I did this crazy awesome move, pretty much like an Assassin's Creed, an air assassin from <laughs> above. And then, of course, I didn't kill it because it's like a dragon. Um, but then I hid right after that and it didn't see me. And then I did it two more times and never saw me. It just got hit from me. And it was hilarious because I kept rolling d20s. It's doesn't see you, doesn't see you. So I was pretty happy. I was pretty proud of myself last night. But um, that dragon was probably so angry. Uh, yeah, it was. Stupid fly! Keep <laughs> biting me. What is that? Oh, I can't find it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was pretty great. I haven't. Can't think of really anything else. I got a giraffe onesie. That's not super geeky, but I got excited about is it. Is that the one you mentioned several episodes ago? Uh, yeah. Because I wanted to get it for Christmas. It never actually came, but it came oh. this last week. Wow. And it's so great. So You going to go to cons in that? Cosplayed up? Cosplay as Shelly as a draft. Oh, yeah. I did wear it during the stream. Uh, during We played the ship. <laughs> oh, we played the ship. That was really fun. On Will Saturday. we see it during the pledge drive? Yes, probably. The onesie we'll or the ship? The, the onesie. onesie. And possibly the ship. We'll see. But <laughs> you'll definitely see the onesie during the stream. Uh, okay. The Twitch drive. So that's that's pretty much it for me, though. Cool. Awesome. How about you, Joe? Uh, been a busy week for me. Uh, we went this weekend and watched The Revenant in theaters. Ooh. And I am not I'm not a big movie guy, but The Revenant's one that's been on my radar. And we did not we did not know it was going to be three hours long. Is it? Two, oh. two hours, 40 minutes to three hours, somewhere around there. But it is a really cool movie. Okay. Uh, That's with, who's it, Star? Leonardo it's got Leonardo DiCaprio, okay, I so. yeah, and uh, Tom Hardy. Ooh. And I think both of those guys deserve awards for the performances they've done. I have not seen Tom Hardy in a movie where he acts as a normal human being. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen him in Dark Knight and then Arises, whatever, Returns, whichever one. It wasn't Have Returns. you seen Inception? Yeah, I don't remember him. He I don't remember Inception. that movie very well. Okay. I believe. With Leo DiCaprio? I just remember him as yeah. Bane and Mad Max and like, like this guy just be a normal dude? He was also in, uh, I think there was a movie called The Warrior. It's about two brothers that do mixed martial arts. They end up oh, fighting one another. That. That's cool. So he's been in a ton of stuff. Um, I I'm also um, streaming this week over on Righteous Fury Gaming. One of my coworkers told me he wanted to watch me play Rust, which is this survival game. So, you know, people like watching Minecraft. People like watching the Ark. Uh, Ark um, right. And so this guy was like, you need to play Rust. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'd heard stories about Rust, but I bought the game, downloaded it. Fired it up, played for about half an hour, and quit and requested my money back from Steam. Oh. And I don't think I've ever done that before. Um, Why? It is absolutely one of the most toxic video games I've ever played. And here's why. Now, my my buddy, talking to him at work today, he was like, no, you shouldn't have played on a PvP server with other human beings, because even though the game's completely PvP, that's a bad idea. Um (laughs) So when you start the game, it, it literally wakes you up buck naked on a beach. And you have to turn censoring on. Okay. Uh, and so a bunch of people running around buck naked with rocks. Except there are these jerks that have been playing the game for 80 hours or 200 hours or however much that have yeah. high-end gear that just sit on the beach and pick people off. I literally couldn't figure out how to get starter materials. So I rage quit and bought Subnautica <laughs> and ended up streaming Subnautica a little bit this weekend. I think I, I streamed a little bit of it on the Geeks Under Grace channel Sunday uh, and over on on uh, my own personal channel before that. 
And that is actually a pretty neat survival game, exploring the ocean floor and and that sort of thing. <laughs> but uh, okay. it just the toxicity, man. I've I, never heard of it. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> the people that defend it defend it tooth and nail, and they are crazy. Oh, <laughs> because they're those people who pick off the newcomers. Yeah, they're those people. Yeah. Like my my buddy at work was like, oh, that's that's really bad. I probably would have hit you in the head with a rock too. It's like, wow, what? awesome, great. He's like, every now and then I'm a nice guy, but yeah, that's kind of the way it is there. It's very Lord of the Flies. Okay, oh, it's, that was it. That's interesting. Well, for you? me, all of my TV shows are back. I think for the most part, not all of them. Walking Dead is waiting still for a while. Um, all my DC shows. I'm a DC guy this year, week, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but Flash and Arrow and DC's Legend of Tomorrow, all fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic episodes, too. So, I've been doing that. Oh, and Agent Carter. I didn't hear anything about Agent Carter coming back. That's back? I yeah. I think I, think I heard, like, two people talking about how it was back but i thought there'd be more i had no i haven't seen a single trailer which granted i don't watch a lot of cable like live tv so i don't watch a lot of trailers but you would think the internet would would, i I haven't seen more facebook or didn't they cancel it i thought they canceled it before oh i don't know why they would do that it was amazing amazing i don't know i remember people were obsessed with or upset with something it was supposed to be just one season to begin with, but I think because it do- did so well, cause people loved it. I, I loved okay. the first season. Yeah, I know people loved it. I just thought there was something that people got really angry about. How, or maybe it, it probably was just about how it was supposed to be one season, so they brought it back. Yeah, it was fantastic. The new episode was interesting because there's not this underlying plot anymore, and I'm sure it'll grow into one, but that worries me that it's not this, like... The entire season was one story arc, mm-hmm. and that was really cool. And this one made it seem like it's being very episodic, which I feel is kind of how S.H.I.E.L.D. has been. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s gotten better with that, but the first season of S.H.I.E.L.D. was very episodic. Um, new story every week. Okay. Yeah. So I hope they get an underlying story. I'm sure they will. They have the same writers and stuff, I assume. Uh, Agent Carter, though. Very excited about that. And finally, I believe, don't hold me to this, but... I think this is the week that Shannara Chronicles will be back. Basically, MTV hates me and everyone else who is a fan of this show, Shannara Chronicles, because they go, hey, you want to see the first two episodes? And we're like, yeah. And they go, you want to see the next two? Four episodes total? And we're like, sweet, yeah. So then you watch those four episodes. They go, okay, now you have to wait four weeks until everyone else catches back up before you can see anything else. Uh <sighs> so I've been waiting. No. I think three weeks is what I've had to wait just for the show to come back on. But it should be on Tuesday, episode five. So all of you people who watched it online, we can we can watch it again. <laughs> I miss that show. I really like it. I it's not amazing, but it's so, fun. There is something I saw. This might be old news at this point. I think it is actually old news at this point. But I don't know when it's coming back. Um. Kind of kicking over to anime just a hair. I don't know a ton about anime, but Attack on Titan is one of those series that I've kept up with. I yeah. saw something recently that was saying, like, it looks like season two of that anime is finally prepared to come out sometime in February, I believe. Oh, that'd be cool. So we may be right on the cusp of the next season of Attack on Titan, in which case I will totally be back into anime. I'm going to have to wait till the dub. I started in dub. I can't switch over. They've already dubbed Attack on Titan? They dubbed the first season. Okay, I, I've been watching them. When I watched it, I was literally like, you know, the, the episode would air in Japan, and then oh, what, you'd watch like 30 or 45 minutes later, it aired in America? So I waited for the, the season to dub, the first season, uh, which was about a year, I think. And I'm really hoping that I don't have to wait that long for season two to dub. Has it been oh. that long? Oh. It's been a long time. Man. But great anime for sure. Yeah. I'm weird. I don't like to watch it in Japan and Japanese almost ever. 
the only one that I'm different about is the Black Butler. I cannot watch the English dub because they gave everyone English accents from Britain. And it was terrible. It was supposed <laughs> to take place in Britain. But it was like this one maid, I think she was. She had this terribly like obnoxious, stereotypical accent. But I'm, I'm usually a dub guy, which nice. most anime fans hate. <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch it in the original Japanese. I'm usually a dub person, even though I'm not a huge anime person. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm not the only one. Real anime fans watch it in the original Japanese. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I like English. I don't like reading. Reading takes away from... I don't like reading something... And and having to read it and not look at what's happening. I want to look at what's happening and be able to hear it so it's not distracting. So, maybe that's just me. Right. I guess that's kind of how I am. <laughs> so, for people who haven't heard, Nintendo NX is the next Nintendo console. Um, there's a bunch of rumors coming out, and I'm hearing that they're false, but I'm hoping they're true. Things like it being compatible with the PS4. That sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, why, why would why would Nintendo make something compatible with a competitor's hardware? To team up, <laughs> monopolize. Team up? Why would they just team up? Are they doing team up against Microsoft or what? I don't. Because if they don't, they're gonna die. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're still making hand over fist in the mobile game market. Not mobile game. The handheld game market. Right. So I, I mean. So, They've had a couple of, well, not a couple. The the Wii U was a, a pretty atrocious flop by comparison, but still, like, I would be super surprised. Have you ever noticed how much the Wii U is like the Dreamcast? I never had a Dreamcast, so no. No? Yeah, I never had one either. So both were flops. That's probably why you never owned one. The Dreamcast was a, a total flop. It had a little screen in the controller. Yeah, that was kind of like a, a memory card or something, right? I can't remember. I, I mean, I don't know. I never owned one myself. I played on one. Um, sound guy says yes, it was a memory card. Okay. I don't know. Uh, but I, I always tell people we use the Dreamcast of our generation. <laughs> well, that was the death knell for Sega, so good on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sega didn't, wasn't able to come back. They went to third party, and I'm hoping that's not Nintendo's route. Yeah. But supposedly, 4K resolution on this Nintendo console, uh, it's going to have a handheld device with the console itself, which I think is cool if it's not its own games, if it doesn't have its own games. I'd be okay downloadable games on the handheld. Here's what makes me nervous about hearing about that. This device that I'm holding in my hand, I know the people at home can't see it, but this is the Wii U gamepad. Yes. And this thing has destroyed that thing, that console. Because you can't have two people with this device on the system at once. You there's some ideas with that, but it literally, like, it would literally split the amount of frames going to each one. Oh, that makes sense. You can have two of those Wii U controllers set up. I've never done it. You're able I'll be to be afraid do. to. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen it in action, but yeah. I just, I would love to be able to take the controller, and like the Vita, kind of like the Vita. I, I want to turn it onto the Wii U gamepad and go to the store sure. and not pay attention at all because my wife is shopping and I'm playing Super Mario. Yeah, I yeah. mean they're already. I mean, obviously you can't go that far with the the gamepad and the Wii U, but you can already at least go. At least far-ish away from, right. you know, the console, and you don't have to be on the TV. That's kind of I do love that so. my wife can watch something, and I can put some headphones on and keep playing my game, or vice versa. Yeah. Uh-huh. But what else was going on? The the 4K resolution is a huge deal, 60 frames per second, which honestly PS4 can already do. But if it can do 60 frames a second in 4K. Yeah. That's that's a little power. Yeah. It could be beautiful, but you mentioned earlier, Joe, um, not on the podcast, for Nintendo to make it back, they would have to bring back third-party games. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter what they do. If they don't get third party support, they're going to be they're going to be you know dragging their legs behind them the whole way because uh, their first party titles are great. I buy the console solely for the first party titles, but right. for them to really take a leap ahead with the hardcore crowd, they've got to get that third party support back. And I feel like if they make this handheld controller console thing more of like I said, where you can take it with you and not so much of a game, like, part of the console itself. I feel like that's a big reason third parties didn't want to come to the console. Not only, I mean, besides the fact that they couldn't for some of them. I was reading about Assassin's Creed, I think it was, but we just can't port it over to the Wii U. Yeah. But I think a big downer for people is to think, oh, we have to do some extra, extra designing for the game pads. That's for the compatible. Game pad. right. Yeah, so there's a purpose. Because people get so ticked off when the Wii U gamepad doesn't do anything. I can't remember... There was a few games I read about, and they're like, the Wii U gamepad doesn't do anything at all. And it was just kind of, look at the screen for the game. And I think yeah. you got to get kind of that stigma away that that is an extra feature and not... Ha- doesn't have to be part of the console. But yeah. you have yeah. games like Zombie U that, that force it. Right. True. Now, to be fair, I think Zombie U used it in a really unique way that I thought was more engaging and a better game for it. But mm-hmm. that's a that's a rare case for for that console. So I feel like as long as it's not expected uh, from the consumer that a third party is going to use the controller, then it'll be okay. And then uh, Nintendo can use it however they want to and make their own games. I don't know. That's that's my two cents, anyways. I got one more piece of gaming news, and then we will we can move on. But okay, uh, I saw just in the last day or two, Mighty Number no. Nine has been delayed. Uh, the last thing I saw said indefinitely. Oh, and I didn't know uh, indefinitely. I thought two weeks. That may have just been one website that had that popped up, but uh, it's because network support for multiplayer. And I'm going to be frank here: <laughs> nobody is going to that game for multiplayer. Nobody. Uh, they're crazy for delaying that game for multiplayer support. You were so excited about this game, too. I was going to live stream it on the uh, during the event, and I don't think it'll be mm-hmm. out in time for the event now, if it comes <sighs> out at all. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's got to come out at some point. I was a backer. Uh, I was a back uh, Kickstarter backer on the project, and I, I've always enjoyed the Mega Man games. I was super excited for this, but they have kicked the can around so long in this thing that it's gone completely ice cold for me. Um, I was starting to get excited to see it come up again and then to see another delay hit it just crushes. It's. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you're not alone either. I'm sure a lot of people feel like No, that. every comment I saw was people that were like me, totally furious. Like, we, we, we aren't buying this game for multiplayer. Right. Let us have the game. It would have been different, I feel like, if they would have had the multiplayer come later. And they waited until two weeks before it's supposed to come out to delay it. Yeah. Like, no, that's not what you do. It's like, when <sighs> it, was it was a Grand Theft Auto 5, waited almost a year before they had their online game? Yeah. But they had a huge single-player component that people wanted. And they went ahead yeah. and handed it to them. Awful. I, I feel like they're covering up for something deeper. Probably. Like, oh, we don't actually have anything done. And it's two weeks before the date. Let's just say we're going to implement multiplayer. Yeah. It's oh, it's a God. 2D side-scrolling shooter. There have been dozens of Mega Man games over the years. There's no reason this should have taken this long. So I don't... How is the multiplayer going to look on that, do you think? I didn't it's, realize it had 2D? multiplayer until I saw the delay. Huh. I mean, I'm just trying to think of it like a 2D multiplayer besides, like, Smash Bros., Huh. I don't know. Um, I, don't know. Um, I mean, Here. they have some. There's all those ones on like Steam, right? Like, uh, <laughs> it I, just I doesn't sound fun to me. I don't know. Battle Block Theater and is that considered 2D? Speedrunners and uh, <laughs> that's it. Okay. I can't think of the names of these games. Dang it! Nothing but... good. <laughs> I'm kidding. I've never played Speedrunners. It's fun. That said, the delay is garbage, and I and I I, I hope their socks burn. 
your socks. That's a terrible diss right there. <laughs> They're going to be news yeah. Joe Morgan. <laughs> KG Inafune's socks are on fire. <laughs> what if what if you get a specific you get a video posted from their official updates of him going, "Is this what you wanted, Joe?" Is this what you want? And then him burning his socks. <laughs> I would yes. pay for five more backers to not receive their copies. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. Yeah, that would mean he's listening. That's true. It could be. We still love you. Just less. <laughs> yeah. All right, we right. move on. So how big is our, our pull list? We're talking about not calling it a pull list anymore. Fun fact that you guys probably didn't need to know because we probably won't actually do that. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not that bad this week. Yeah, it's it looks relatively short. Um, yeah. Netflix, there were a few things going out, but one of them looked like a Bratz doll TV show. It was something high school. I can't remember what it was called. So we're not talking about that or anything else. Is that Except Monster High? Is that Monster what all the kids High. Are no, it was something else. It was something else high. Dragon. Oh, wait, nope. Maybe not. I... <laughs> I don't remember what it was called. It, you don't. You don't care. I, but but the one thing that's coming out on Netflix that I didn't know existed: Dusk Till Dawn TV series. What is that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was waiting. For something like ooh. Uh, yeah, no, not. So, ooh. I mean, uh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, that's so exciting. I I don't know anything about this TV show, but we talked a couple weeks ago about a movie with George Clooney in it. And in that movie, it's a totally normal movie. Deja vu for people who listen regularly. Um, it, it's totally normal. They're just, like, trying to get to Mexico. I think it's, like, a drug thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then they get to a bar. And the bar, spoiler alert, is full of vampires. And yeah. this is a TV show based on that. Which... I've got to check out because I felt like the cool thing about the movie was that it was like a huge twist in the end. This movie came out forever ago. You're bad about spoilers. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the TV series doesn't have that that twist. So I, I'm really interested. I didn't know it was a thing. It's in the second season, though. Um, and so that's releasing this week okay. <laughs> on Netflix. Anyways, I'm kind of excited for it. I don't know. What do we got coming out in theaters, Shelly? Well, this Wednesday, so the day that this podcast will be out, uh, we have Laser Team, which is a Rooster Teeth movie coming out. I I don't really know anything about it, but... I feel like my nerd flag doesn't usually fly very high, and I always feel kind of, like, not geeky enough. This week, I'm feeling good about myself, because (laughs) I am so excited for this movie. Rooster Teeth... I haven't heard anything about this. It is made... It's going to be a motion picture, like, huge in the theaters, supposedly. Yeah. Um, it's YouTube Red original. Huh. So, it, for YouTube Red, that's a $10 a month. You get YouTube Music and all that stuff. Um, or Google Music, whatever it is. It is... I'm trying to think of how it goes. They all get this Alienware. Yeah. They pick up these alien gear, and they're messing around with it. And then they find out they actually have to fight aliens in, like, a predator-type way. Like, it's all competition for these aliens. And so they uh, they gave them these weapons to like challenge them, and they all these all these idiots picked them up. But I want to say it is it's either Tucker or Griff. Have either of you watched Red vs. Blue and know who the red yeah. one is? Yeah. Who's Maroon? He's like a maroon red. Oh, I I don't the character. Ah, uh, it's not Sarge, but the other red one that's not because Griff is yellow. I'm pretty sure orange, whatever. Um, either way, they're. Uh, main point, there's an actor from Red vs. Blue that is going to be in this. Red vs. Blue, for people who don't know, is amazing show. Been on forever. It's a web series. They took Halo and just put voiceover to it. But it's not them playing it. It's them acting out these scenes. And now it's become so much more than that. But yeah. Um, yeah. Genius. I, I'm so I'm super excited for this. Yeah, I saw some basic of- trailer one day. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous how big, like, Rooster Teeth is. Definitely. I mean, I th- I know this is, like, a conversation for probably another day, but, like, just thinking, they didn't they just start on YouTube? And they just sort of grew and grew and grew. Yeah. And I grew. mean, it's been a while. I mean, 
Because already they're out, they've outgrown YouTube pretty much. They have their own YouTube, I mean, their own channel or website. Can I just so, speak? Yeah. <laughs> and obviously they're coming out with movies, full length movies. I mean, movies. people think PewDiePie is big, Rooster Teeth is big. <laughs> Red anyway, Blue, uh, Ruby is Ruby, yeah, huge right it's now. They got the soundtrack like, of the what was it? It was like number one on iTunes the month that. Uh, Hunger Games came out. Not Hunger Games, but uh, I don't remember which one it was. It was a Hunger Games Mocking movie. Jay. Mockingjay, probably. Um, it came out, and they beat the soundtrack for Mockingjay on iTunes. It was a really big deal. I don't know. Rooster's getting great, huge, and I, I love them. I've loved them since high school. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, before I go on another like tangent about In less cool news... <laughs> Hey, we're getting some more movies out. There's actually a lot of movies out, but I only picked a couple that were somewhat interesting. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 3, Ray PG, obviously. I don't know why they thought they would have needed a second or a third one. But they had a trailer with Shrek in it, and it was gold. I did but see that one. I don't need to it's, see the movie. It was just on Facebook somewhere, and I saw it. I, I really cool. liked the original, but I, I honestly didn't realize there was even a first sequel. Yeah. Yeah was i haven't seen it but yeah they have this third one and i don't know really what's about i know it's something about he finds his dad and he has to go yeah. back to the rest of where the rest of the pansas are and he has to teach him kung fu i'm sure world of warcraft will rip this one off too Ooh, probably you there was a pandoria or whatever it was yeah that's Let's been see. around a lot longer than kung fu panda no it wasn't yes really yeah they had the big trailer come out for the first Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, the the uh, the expansion for World of Warcraft is not as old, but there have been pandas in the Warcraft universe for years. Oh. Well, like, I don't know Warcraft. I haven't played Warcraft since before it was a world, okay? <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the panda showed up in Warcraft 3. Okay. I don't remember which one I played. I haven't played any of them, so I wouldn't know. The anyway... Way different. Anyway, you tangent. So I'm bad. So that's uh, animated, obviously, and that'll be kind of fun for everyone. Hopefully. Wee! Uh, next movie, we got The Finest Hours. That one's rated PG-13. It looks really intense. I don't exactly know what it's about. Um, the summary I have here talks about something about... I don't even know. It's long and intense, but... It's a movie about a team of people that accomplish a goal. Oh, yeah. yeah, and Captain Kirk's in it um, from the new Star Trek. Oh, remember. yes, I have seen... Prince Charming. Chris Pine, that's his name. Chris Pine, yeah. So he's in it. It uh, doesn't have, I mean, spectacular reviews, it looks like, but it's, you know, something. <laughs> it's coming uh, out. I don't know why I decided to mention this, but I decided to anyway. Uh, Fifty Shades of Black, Radar. <laughs> it's a parody on Fifty Shades of Grey. That's coming out Friday. Sounds much darker. <laughs> uh, I have been done with parody movies since like Scary Movie Two. Yeah, I've been I've been done with them since uh, Hot Shots. I never really. What was Hot Shots? I've seen oh no! <laughs> How old are you? I'm no, just kidding. No, I've seen like parodies on YouTube. That are short and sweet and stuff, yeah. but not just, full like, length movies, like this. movies that are all entire parodies. I don't know. Like but, I watched the games one not too long ago, and it was so dumb. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Isn't there this Twilight one? There's one for like everything, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so now there's one for Fifty Shades of Grey, and that's all we really have. There's other movies that are not super big, uh, but that's pretty much it. Anyway, Blu-ray movies? Yeah, coming up for Blu-ray, I didn't realize that I... I'm glad someone updated this for me. <laughs> uh, Goosebumps is coming out. It's PG. I haven't seen it, but I am uh, I want to see it. I was going to watch it in theaters and never did. I heard good th- I, I've heard good things about it. It looked quality. Like, the CGI in the trailers seemed like it was yeah. probably decent. Yeah. Plus Jack Black. That's... Some people don't like Jack Black. I love him as the same character in every movie. I think I think when he's not playing a totally stupid role, yeah. He he can actually be a decent actor. Yeah. Totally. So. But that's it. That's all that's coming out for Blu-ray. 
Thanks, Joe, okay. probably for updating that for me. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, games coming out for the week of January 25th. Um, Lego Marvel Avengers is coming out this week, and that's coming out for pretty much everything. If you've played a Lego game, you've played them all. Uh, but they're all good. They are good. They are good. Yeah, humor. They're, they're consistent. They're consistent. In yeah, they're they're family they safe, and they're fun, and they're funny. Yeah, so that the newest Lego Marvel game is coming out this week. Um, probably the biggest release of the week is The Witness coming out for, I believe, PC, Xbox One, and PS4. I'm not entirely sure about all the platforms, but the reason this is so significant, have you all heard of a game called Braid that came out on Xbox Live Arcade back in the day? No. It was a platformer that used uh, rewind mechanics to position certain elements of the environment to solve puzzles. Braid was a phenomenal game. If you haven't played Braid to this day, you should go look it up. I think it's on PC maybe for just a few bucks. And it's got a really neat story in retrospect. The guy that made it, his name was Jonathan Blow. He's uh, he's a very particular indie dev personality. But this is his next game. This is his next big game, The Witness. And he's been working on it for years. And it's getting really good reviews. I saw Metacritic right before we recorded this had it as an 89%. That's wow. really good, folks. Uh, so maybe consider checking that out. It's a puzzle, like a, a mystery puzzle type game. Okay, cool. And uh, if you've got a 3DS and you've been itching for some Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Explorers comes out this week. When I first saw this trailer at E3, I was immediately turned off, but I was looking for footage of Final Fantasy XV at the time. Um, <laughs> I feel like they keep making these weird one-off games. It kind of is weird. The more I look at it, the more what it looks like to me is a Final Fantasy version of Monster Hunter. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be oh, yeah. multiplayer, like you and several friends pick Final Fantasy classes and build them up and roll out. Against this could be cool. Big bosses. The, the yeah, it could be kind of interesting. The more I look at it, if if it's multiplayer where you can go out and co-op, that would be really cool. I think that's that's exactly what it is. Okay, I, I could do with that. I'm so like, I want them to just come out with the games that we've been waiting to get out, like uh, Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. Yep, mm-hmm. fifteen and stuff. So I'm like, no more side games. Yeah, <laughs> just get on I'm with not, it. Like, a big like, fan. My wife is a huge fan, but. A yeah. Final Fantasy, yeah, and both. Nice. Okay. I would love. Man, I would. I would pay money. I would pay exorbitant amount of money for another Final Fantasy Tactics game that was good, <laughs> not one of the Game Boy Advance ripoffs. <laughs> anyway, getting back on track, Rise of the Tomb Raider is coming out this week for PC. Okay, that's been out on the Xbox One for a while. It is also a great game. Uh, PC fans are finally going to get that. And as good as it looks on the Xbox One, you know uh, some of those crazy high-end PC rigs are going to make it look that much better. Yeah. Hashtag PC Master Race. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I don't. At ShellShock24 <laughs> on Twitter. Tweet all your angry tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her about how great consoles are. <laughs> I yep. like consoles. I just... <laughs> I also like PC. <laughs> We're going to uh, edit you to say, don't like consoles. <laughs> I don't like consoles. I don't like consoles. <laughs> oh, there we go. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even have to do any editing. No. Uh, the last big bit of news for stuff coming out this week is the Division's beta for people that have pre-ordered the Division. Uh, I pre-ordered it on Xbox One. And so you can watch me stream a little bit of the beta this weekend at twitch.tv slash Gaming. And uh, we'll see how it is. It looks like kind of a, you know, end-of-world scenario, terrorist of attack America. But it's it's a third-person shooter, for those that haven't watched anything at all on it. Class-based, almost kind of reminds me of Destiny in a way. Okay. So we'll see how it plays come this weekend. Anything Destiny kind of scares me because that had my soul for a little while. I have over 600 hours in Destiny. <laughs> Fallout 4 has saved me from it or robbed Destiny of <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Destiny's like 
come back, Cody, come back. And Somebody's like, questioning no. my salvation now. They're like, Destiny had a soul. Jesus has my soul. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I might be slightly obsessed with both those games. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that's it for the playlist, huh? That's it. Which means sad news for us. Joe is going to be leaving. Bye. Bye um, Joe. <laughs> he was not able to record. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it, Patrick. <laughs> he, he brought this up to me earlier because I was trying to make it sound supernatural transition. Um, supernatural? We recorded with Casey Covell, and earlier, Joe was not able to make it. So, Joe, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitch at Righteous Fury Gaming, and you can find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and Righteous Fury G. Uh, there we, we go. My buddy and I are streaming every single night in 2016. So uh, pop over and say hi. All right. We will talk to you next week. And now, let's talk to Casey. For people who don't know, Casey Cobble is our editor, head editor, right, Casey? Yes. For Geeks Under Grace. So if you've seen articles, especially, what, which ones do you edit specifically? I'm primarily the editor for the anime and cosplay section, but awesome. I fill in for the other sections periodically. Right. Okay, cool. So, uh, for people who don't know who you are, because I'm sure not everyone does, uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Sure. I'm a PK. I'm an INTJ. I'm obsessed with corgis. I regularly yes. write for multiple... Yes! Yeah. <laughs> corgis! Corgis! <laughs> No, um, I write for uh, several publications around the web. Uh, I'm an anime fan, a gaming fan. I'm a cosplayer. I'm an action figure collector. Uh, I'm kind of a jack of all trades. I do a lot of different things. Very cool. Nice. Let's start it off kind of easy. Just We usually start our podcast with what we were geeking out about this week. So I think that's where we're going to start with you. What, what's got you geeking out lately? What am I geeking out about? Um, let's see. Always Attack on Titan. Looking forward to the next monthly update. Uh, I'm getting very concerned about my precious children and who's dying next. Um, oh. Let's see. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. Um, actually, uh, Distant Worlds, Final Fantasy, the Distant Worlds live concert is coming to my area. I'm going to go see it next That's cool. Week. That's cool. So I'm majorly geeking out about that. I'd say those are two of the big ones right now. Okay. Nice. I know you mentioned cosplay, and I know it's a big part of your life. Yes. Uh, I knew as soon as we were going to have you on, we had to ask, how did you get into cosplay? Uh-oh. You're going to unlock my tragic origin story. Here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Well, uh, more or less, it started as a fascination with playing dress-up. So I would, as a kid, dress up as my favorite, uh, usually Disney or video game characters, and oftentimes go to church wearing it. My parents were super cool with it, okay. and I was about, you know, six years old or so. Um, so I would go to church dressed as a horse, and that was okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it started out as that, but then uh, when I started getting interested in video games and anime and things like that, I realized there was a name for professional dress-up of fictional characters called cosplay and that was kind of the point of no return for me um i love it it's a great artistic medium a pastime kind of a way to express yourself too that's really cool that you were kind of like grew up into it i feel like with most cosplayers i talk to or even myself i saw cosplay and then i wanted to cosplay yeah you it see cosplay yeah. then oh i want to do that yeah pretty much you yeah, win it before you knew what it was. That's awesome. I, I yeah. didn't know there was a name to it, and then when I realized, it was like, whoa, okay. It's I was a like thing. a cosplay <laughs> hipster. You know, yeah. I was doing it before it was cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, well, that was kind of obvious question number one. Obvious question number two is how did you get involved or hear about Geeks and a Grace? Because you're yeah. one of the main people in it, so how did you sort of get started with it? Essentially, I was looking for a way to get my platform, my writer's platform, out in the open. And Christian Memes had shared a cross-console gamers, which was, for people who don't know, it was like the prototype. It was GUG before it was GUG. 
Um, and they had posted a meme that redirected to cross console gamers. I clicked on the cross console gamers Facebook page and I saw at the top they were headlining the need for an editor. Um, so I applied, I got accepted. I worked with um, CCG for about two weeks and then GUG started, the website launched. And so I was really there at the birth of GUG is how I got involved with it. It was really pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, I have loved it. It's been a great ride. That's awesome. I definitely thought that I, I just imagine anyone that came before me knew Drew for years for some no. reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Me and Drew go way back. Way back. <laughs> I yeah. feel like because all the founders of cross console gamers and stuff like that, they were all with the hardcore Christian gamers beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely I didn't know that. I definitely thought that you uh, had just known him forever. And then that's how I kind of came to That's really cool. Yeah, I, I was the baby for a while. <laughs> then lots of other babies came along and I was no yeah. longer the baby. Yeah. Fifty volunteers strong, I think, right now. A lot, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe more. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so you go to a lot of conventions with Ooh, cosplaying yeah. stuff. What's your favorite convention that you've been to and why? I've got two. One of them is huge and one of them is much smaller. Uh the first, the big one is Megacon which is the Florida Con. It's one of the Southeast biggest conventions. It's a four-day convention of literally everything. Um, takes up a giant convention center, two stories, tons of people drive in from all over the place to go to it. That's my favorite large one. Uh, my favorite small one is a very little-known but rapidly rising and incredibly well-maintained con called Omni Expo. Um, mm. It was one of the best con experiences I ever had. It, uh, last year, it was primarily Attack on Titan themed. They had all the actors come yeah, in. It was so very, right yeah, oh, it was a very cool. personal experience. Um, I debuted my Attack on Titan cosplay there with my sister, and we just had a, a blast. It's excellent convention. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I wish I could go to more conventions, but money. <laughs> it is money. Well, see, I, I can get in for free because I write convention reports for Florida Geek Scene. Oh. Uh, so if oh, you have, cool. yeah, That's if you have, nice. an out, yeah, have an outlet good. where you can publish it, they'll let you in for free most of the yeah, time. Good deal. Too bad I'm not a publisher. <laughs> you can a writer. do it. Published. That's fantastic. So I got to ask, besides Attack on Titan, what's your favorite anime? <laughs> Death Note is my absolute favorite. Okay. Death Note. Very cool. Huh. I don't personally Lots watch of, a lot of anime, but yeah. I've been getting into it more and more lately. Yeah, Death Note is awesome, um, especially if you're going in from a Christian point of view. It's got more religious symbolism and illusion than you can stay, shake a stick at. <laughs> I've got pages and pages of, of text just on the symbolism of that show. I'm trying to turn it into like a thesis. Uh, it's it's enormous. I love there. that show. Yeah, I I had no idea that was so big <laughs> yeah i've never really heard of it i don't think i've ever watched it before i need to i've heard great things yeah it's really fascinating concept the protagonist is kind of the antagonist um and there's just a lot of religious illusion with the character i mean the two here's an example the two main characters are named light and l okay so light being lucifer light bringer um, L being the Hebrew word for God in the Old Testament, Elohim, okay. you know, it's things like that. There's just a ton wow. of really interesting stuff. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but if it wasn't, then wow, talk about coincidence. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So what got you into writing in the first place? Oh, goodness. Uh, storytelling, <laughs> primarily. I, mean, okay. my, I grew up, my mom always told me stories. She read The Lord of the Rings to me when I was like, six or something <laughs> I, I love storytelling uh I, I loved reading and so i would try and tell stories long before i knew how to write i just okay. use pictures and things um and from there it just evolved into a love of writing a love of reading and uh being I, i've always loved philosophy um so it kind of took an angle of uh critic crit- critical reviews and and looking at things from different symbolic angles like i was just saying with death note that's like my hobby analyzing stuff like that mm-hmm. so wow cool. it's my final form my evolution <laughs> <laughs> you know this is the new my final my final <laughs> you brought up video games i wish to sure. go through all your favorites what's your favorite video game favorite video games okay well um if we're talking all time Certainly classic, it would be uh, Ocarina of Time. 
It's okay. Abs- absolute Classic. favorite. Made me um, fall in love with Zelda. Yes, it did. It did. Um, that game inspired so much of what I do right now in terms of creativity and just even my ethics. Because I started playing it when I was a little kid and it left a huge impression on my character development and things like that. Um, oh. Just playing that hero's journey, kind of seeing what it's like to be a true selfless person in action. Uh, that really had a huge effect on me. You know, and growing up in a Christian home where those traits were emphasized already, it was it was really cool. So that game is incredibly special to me for all kinds of reasons. Nostalgia definitely not being the least of those. <laughs> um, my favorite post-2000s uh, video game of all time is Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. Ooh, Fire Emblem. <laughs> which a lot of people Nintendo. have not played and don't even know exists. It's the Ike Origin game, essentially. So I really have been wanting to play it, and I haven't been able to. It's but my I- favorite. It looks so really good. good. I played Awakening and I loved it, so I yeah. just want to go back and play those. I have not, by contrast, played Awakening, so I can't really compare it in that regard. Ooh. Um, but the the gameplay is similar. You know, it's got the same permanent death kind of system, and the storytelling is really good and deep, and the world building is just something special. Really mm-hmm. cool stuff. Going back to cosplay, for someone who has never cosplayed before. Where would be a good place to start? How should they start getting into the hobby? The first thing you definitely don't want to do is tackle a project that's bigger than you can handle. Because one thing I've learned about cosplay is that you are literally going to learn some huge mistake during a whole costume. And then fix it on the next one, learn a new mistake, and fix that for the next costume. It's literally a learn-by-doing process. Um, So the best thing I can say to get into it is... Be very open to feedback. Be very open to learning. And YouTube tutorials are your absolute best friend. <laughs> um, especially when it comes to things like wig styling and makeup. Because cosplay is very different than any other art form. Because it requires you to literally be a master of not only sewing, but also makeup, hairstyling, um, acting to some degree, prop making, metal smithing. There's a million and one things you wow. have to know to be an an effective cosplayer and some of these very talented ones that you know are even paid to do what they love blow my mind because it's literally one person doing what an entire effects department would do for one film yeah it's pretty crazy i mean i feel like most people who go to conventions or whatever will see cosplayers and think wow that's so cool they make it look and they make it look easy almost. So right. mm-hmm. that's why they want to try it, which trying it is a good thing, but yeah, what you said, they kind of get in over their heads. Yeah. Like so. any I mean, like any anything you do that's a hobby, it's something you learn by doing. And costuming is a tricky one because it takes so much effort to learn by doing. Um, because you're literally making an entire shirt or an entire wig or whatever it is before you can learn from the attempt. Um, mm-hmm. You you never forget how bad your first wig styling job is. It's, it just looks like <laughs> clumps of glue sticking out everywhere. Um, but yeah, it, but definitely don't be discouraged. And if you feel that you can tackle something, if you're very honest with yourself, challenge yourself. You know, do a character that you love first and foremost. The character who you choose to cosplay is incredibly significant because being able to connect to that character is really vital in your performance as far as how people see you in the costume. It does make a huge difference. Cool. Yeah, it makes sense. I think my only cosplay I've ever done was Link. I've done Link. That was my first one. Oh, really? Hi-ya. Yeah. <laughs> Yours probably <laughs> no, that, looked a lot better than mine. <laughs> no, no. Mine was, like I said, it was my first one. It was basically a cut-up shirt and... All pan purchase stuff, um, no okay. makeup, no styling, no wig. It was very basic, um, and that's a great first costume because it's not as difficult as some of the the ones you might get your hands on in the future. Right, right. but that's yeah. a good choice. Mine was I made the tunic uh, and the hat, and then I was gonna get some big boots, and that never happened. So I ran around the convention barefoot and called oh, no. myself Kid Link. Oh my lord! <laughs> That's, that's genius. <laughs> Cosplays fall to pieces sometimes while you're at the convention, and that's a great way to to remedy it. I mean, I've never even thought of that, but that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. What is the, your favorite cosplay you've ever done? 
My favorite. Um, that's like asking me to pick like my favorite child or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the one they won't ever know. <laughs> I, I, I like I like several of them for different reasons. I'd say the one that definitely gets the most love is Levi from Attack on Titan because it involves very large wings, and I have my sister gets on stilts in this very long kind of ghostly angel dress with a halo and follows me around, and we make people cry. Oh, um, wow. so it's pretty fun. But then L gets a, I do L from Death Note. My sister does light, and we handcuff each other together and run around the con hall and make people laugh and. <laughs> It's fun. So doing doing more recognizable characters is a lot of fun, but it's also just as delightful to do that super obscure, only a handful of crazy fanboys and fangirls will recognize it character. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do one of those from a Death Note light novel, which most people haven't read. Um, I do a character from that, and a few people will recognize him, and they just flip out when they just do. Like, it's like, I know that it's character! Like, oh, yeah, like you said. <laughs> awesome wow so it's something to consider i mean if you're going to cosplay kind of if, you're, if you want some attention and you kind of want to be recognized definitely go with more of a mainstream character but if you're if it's more of a love letter to a character you like or a series you like and you're just looking for that handful of really loyal fans to kind of connect with then you want to go with someone really obscure because mm-hmm. cosplay is social networking. It really is. It's physical social networking. You go out there in a Death Note costume, and all of the Death Note fans have found you by the end of the day. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. a really interesting phenomenon socially. Huh. I'll definitely have to get more into it. I've always wanted to. It's just really intimidating for me. Come down to MegaCon, and I will drag you into the depths. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good would be delightful. So anything else going on for Geeks and Grace people should be looking for that is your work? My work right now, I'm working with Bookwalker, and they're giving us some free manga to review. So awesome. essentially, we're going to be seeing a lot, of, lot more manga reviews on the site. That's primarily where I'm focused at right now. Um, okay. And I'm really excited Good. about that. Yeah. Very cool. What else do you have in the works that's not Geeks and Grace related? Um, in regards to writing or just in regards to anything? Anything worth mentioning. Okay. Um, well, I've got nine cosplays planned this year that I'll be doing. Um, ranging from Ace Attorney to Fire Emblem to Attack on Titan to, um, Final Fantasy, uh, all kinds of good stuff. So I'll be working on that. Hopefully I'll get two of them done this year. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, I... I have a friend who does lots of cosplay, and she'll start working on her uh, costume for... She goes to Emerald City Comic Con, which is, like, the big one in Seattle. Besides PAX, of course. Oh, Emerald (laughs) City. big Comic Con in Seattle. That's bucket list stuff right there. I know. Oh, it's so great. But um, she'll start planning out. She'll start working on her costume the summer before and she'll keep saying oh i'm so behind on everything and i'm just like but you you already have this done and that done like yeah uh, (laughs) it's like there's so much more (laughs) (laughs) it's it's the iceberg phenomenon where you see what's above but what's beneath is like colossal yeah (laughs) but i have 12 costumes planned and i've only got two done you know yeah wow but anyway so i'm doing that i'm doing a lot of writing i write for um Several websites, uh, Geeks Under Grace, Beneath the Tangles, Geekdom House, Florida Geek Scene, and From Japan Limited, which is an overseas uh, Japan auction service for uh, mainly uh, figurine collectibles and anime and Japan goods that are exclusive to Japan. Awesome. So that's kind of cool, because I am a figurine collector, so that's kind of right up my alley. Yeah. How'd you get into that real quick? Oh, just... Again, just my geekiness, my love for video games and anime, and I don't know. It's something about having that little, that really detailed sculpture of your favorite character in a cabinet with a bunch of other detailed sculptures of your favorite characters. It's just kind of cool. I don't know why. I don't know what it is that I find so interesting. I guess it's just, uh, I see a lot of memories. I get figurines Mm -hmm. based on memories of games and shows that meant something to me or impacted me in some way. Um so I've seen her Nicholas a, D. Wolfwood, and it is awesome. I do. I have Nick Nicholas D. <laughs> Wolfwood, yeah. yeah Love did, it. That's my newest one, actually. 
love it, love it. Awesome. So I do like Trigun. I would love to cosplay someone from Trigun. I don't know who I'd do though. <laughs> if people wanted to get connected with you, how would they do that? Where would they find you? I've got a couple different ways. Um, if you're a Facebook person, I've got a fan page for my writing and cosplay. It's basically it's Casey Lynn Koval. Okay. Um, on Facebook, on Twitter, I'm Casey Koval. If you want to follow my cosplay specifically and see all of my pictures, my Instagram is cutscene addict. Cutscene like video game cutscene addict. Like I am obsessed with cutscenes. <laughs> um, so cutscene addict on Instagram. Um, and that's and if you're interested in what I'm watching and reading anime and manga wise, I have a my anime list account which you can find through Cutscene Addict once again. Okay. Um, and we can friend each other and show each other what we've been consuming. Cuts. Yay. Very cool. Well, so thank awesome. you so much for coming on the podcast with us. It has been super tabulistic. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Before you guys are great. Thanks. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <"Aw." laughs> Before we close out the show, I do want to remind everyone that the Twitch Pledge Drive is happening February 18th, starting at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, p.m. Um, Yes, there. Do the thing. There will be lots of delightful things. Also, we haven't mentioned this yet, I don't think. Um, Youcaring.com slash 2016 Geeks Under Grace. You could donate now if you don't want to wait till the Pledge Drive. That would mean so much to us. Spread the word. Very good. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me at the Shellshock24 on Twitter. You can find me at Shellshock24 on Twitch. That's pretty much it. Awesome. And you can always find me at, at Cody Armor. Not at, I always do that. At Cody Armor on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Cody Armor most places, I feel like. Google my name and you'll find me. Um, there's not too many people with my name, it seems, which is nice. You're, you're a special snowflake. I'm a special snowflake. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. melt with the others. <laughs> In closing, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Woo! Yay! I think that was good. Except that we-